All right, Hits Nation, what's going on? Carl Brown with you on a Wednesday afternoon. I'm recording this uh, right after the Soper and Brown show. We just wrapped up. Matt's just head over to the production studio to begin working on the uh, formal podcast uh, that you guys see up around 11 o'clock every morning, available for download, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're listening to this one, as uh, that's the feed that this will go up in as well. Tons of questions today asking me about the uh, WWE, uh, the whole situation, the potential sale to the uh, private investment fund of Saudi Arabia. Vince McMahon coming back, forcing himself back onto the board of directors. Stephanie McMahon putting in her resignation yesterday. And there's so much to cover that I thought maybe I would just do a quick um, piece of audio detailing uh, some of the details, some of the context, because it's too much just to kind of scan over in one break. So um, we'll start. (laughs) I'm going to try and start at the beginning, but also make this timely. When WWE, as as we know it now, is a public company, you can go out and you can buy stock in World Wrestling Entertainment. It's on the stock exchange. When the company went public, which was in 1999, Vince McMahon did one thing that's going to be very important to the rest of this story. And he built in two classifications of WWE stock. There's an A class, which is what you and I could go and buy on the stock market today. And there is a B class of stock. And the B class only belongs to, uh, I believe it's the McMahon family, uh, Vince himself, Steph, uh, Shane, Linda, and direct descendants of uh, Vince McMahon himself. That B stock, that B class stock, is the stock that has the voting shares and the voting power when it comes to um, directions that the board may take or that the company may take. And Vince still, even when he was forced to retire in the summer, in July, um, amid some of the uh, sexual allegation scandals, the cover-up money, the NDA money, the inappropriate funds, the SEC investigation, all that stuff. Even when he retired from the board, from the creative side of the business, he still controlled, I believe, 80% of that, uh, that Class B stock and the voting power. So, in terms of him returning to the board of directors or... Um, kind of forcing his way back into the decision-making processes at WWE, I wasn't super shocked by that part. Um, The idea that WWE may be for sale also is something that's been floated for the last couple of years Um, with the number of talent that they let go of over the last two to three years. It really seemed like they were getting lean and preparing for something. Now, the timing of all this, of course, being... uh, being really unique. When Vince gets ousted uh, in July, it's Stephanie McMahon, who was on a leave of absence. Um, some would believe, if you're if you're reading the tea leaves, and if you're looking for uh, you know people to follow on this story, uh, on Twitter especially, uh, John Pollock, search for John Pollock, search for uh, Brandon Thurston. These guys seem to have uh, the best ear to the ground. They're not rushing to be first. They, they're rushing to be right, uh, which is always the way to do it when it comes to these stories. So, whether Steph was pushed out or whether she willingly took a leave of absence in the spring of 2022 um, is up in the air. But certainly it seemed like there was some dissatisfaction with, with her current role that she was in. She obviously comes back as a co-CEO uh, with uh, Vince's ouster in July. Now, Vince finds his way back onto the board. He brings with him um, two more board wem- uh, members, uh George Wilson, George Wilson, uh, and or sorry, uh, Michelle Wilson, 
and George Berrios. Uh, these are former presidents of, uh, of WWE. They were behind the start of the WWE Network. So he came loaded with a couple of votes in his side as well. And there's been a number of changes to the board of directors over the last God, over the last eight days. If you looked at the board last week, Monday, versus where it sits now as we head towards the end of this week, it looks extraordinarily different. So all this comes to you last night. And there's been a ton of conjecture with Vince's goals with coming back. Obviously, WWE has uh, television rights deals uh, with NBC Universal that uh, that puts Raw on the USA Network every week on Mondays uh, in the U.S., of course, airing on Sportsnet 360 here in Canada. And with Fox, which airs SmackDown uh, again in the U.S., they've got uh, huge rights deals in place with both of these, as well as Peacock in the U.S., which is where you find the WWE Network. So with all those things in place, uh, they are coming around to a fairly unique time in WWE as their rights deals expire towards the end of this year. And they'll be looking at new television rights deals in 2024 again this is a lot of the reason that people thought there might be a sale is that there's going to be a renegotiation of these rights deals they may be shopping those rights to a number of different suitors and if you were an nbc universal or a fox or a comcast or whoever it may be disney amazon prime netflix who knows um the idea of making a significant purchase of wb and the intellectual property versus um I guess what you would call, you know, renting those rights for the five years or whatever the term may be of that media rights deal um, sounds appealing. The other option that that was coming forward, and I think has gained more traction, and this is what we saw, especially breaking across Twitter last night, was that Vince would look to take the company private. He would look to buy out the existing stock with, uh, I would assume, some of his money, as well as a significant investment from a partner or a number of partners to take the company back private. And I think a lot of people would point back to um, the reasoning that was shown to Vince when he was ousted in July was that this is in the interest of shareholders. The shareholders are going to hold us accountable. We have to show actionable change to our shareholders. I don't think Vince enjoyed his summer off or that actionable change. This is not a man who spends a lot of his free time golfing or swimming or vacationing. This is a guy who loves to work and any sale to any media conglomerate, any, uh, any a TV partner, any entertainment, um, uh, operation, I think was always going to be very contingent on Vince McMahon staying at the helm of WWE and the board of directors. Whether that means he's back involved in creative, that's probably a separate conversation. We're still talking about the business side of things right now. So the idea of finding the investors to retake this company private and no longer be on the hook or having to answer to shareholders I think is very appealing right now for Vince McMahon. So after, you know, taking the company public in 99, is the reason we started there. We're looking now in the year 2023. The most likely route, I think, is that this company is going to go back private. Now, the story was last night that the uh, in Saudi Arabia, they have the uh, something called the, uh, at least the Public Investment Fund. And 
WWE already does two shows a year in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. They've got a, a very extensive deal with them. I believe it was a 10-year contract for two shows per year. Um, I, think, I think WWE earns $50 million per show that they host in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So the, the lines of communication are certainly open there when it comes to um, a business relationship that's already been established. Uh, rumor, of course, breaking last night after Stephanie McMahon tendered her permanent resignation, no longer just a leave of absence, but a permanent resignation, uh, that being in counterpoint to a meeting held last week on Thursday, what they would call an all-hands meeting as all staff, uh, creative, talent, merchandising, otherwise were all brought onto a call saying that uh, both Stephanie, uh, her husband, uh, Triple H, Paul Levesque, who's head of creative, and uh, Nick Khan, who was a co-CEO with Steph, would be staying in their roles and that there would be very little day-to-day change somewhere along the line. The tone changed significantly from that meeting on Thursday last week to Stephanie tendering her resignation on Tuesday of this week. So very much a fluid situation. Now, the Saudi Arabia deal I've heard, uh, as many people have heard, was agreed to in principle last night, obviously selling a public company and taking it back private is not going to be done in 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours. It's going to take some time. So the story, there's there's word this morning, Ariel Hawani, uh, who's very trustworthy on this, again, Brandon Thurston on Twitter, both saying this morning that uh, done deal would not be the, would not be the language to, to use uh, for where this WWD uh, position is right now with the the Saudi investment. Uh, done deal is certainly not the way to put it. Now, that doesn't mean there's not an agreement in principle or that they're not still exploring um, the the whereabouts and how this deal goes forward. There's a lot to um, there's a lot to unpack, and it's not going to be a simple or quick process. Now, um, on the I'm trying to think of the positive side of this, if this deal does come to fruition and this is the way they go forward, WWE goes private. Uh, two things you can look for. Uh, one is Vince McMahon, I think, will go back into the creative, um, the head of creative, the role that he's always wanted to uh, perform. And I also think he gets significantly more involved once again in the day-to-day operations of WWE. Does that mean Triple H takes a step back? I would assume so. Um, with his wife now um, no longer with the company, I would think that's kind of a complicated thing to stick around. Uh, but that story's still to develop as well that's that's speculation so um i do think that the the contingency on vince staying at the helm and doing what i think is his stated goal i don't think this is a guy who wants to retire it's a guy who wants to go out with his hands on the wheel you know it's it's just that's just the way it is he does not have a lot of outside interest from wwe from the day-to-day operations of wwe i think that's what he wants to do until the day that he takes his last breath and i think taking this company private with investors like he's got lined up potentially um is is his preferred route and i think that's the way he'll go what that means for a tv rights negotiation next year or later this year if and it's a big if because it's not confirmed yet if the saudi arabia deal goes through I would um I would think that it's up to those um those networks, those those media conglomerates in the US to decide, you know, whether you want to continue in business 
whether you want to kind of swallow that and know that the the funds that you're paying to this company are going to go to uh, you know to people and that are going to benefit from it. It's I don't think by any means it's impossible. I think there will be networks somewhere that you know plug their nose, make the deal, and they get um, a, a very attractive demographic that a lot of other shows do not attract. It's still uh, you know raw three hours, SmackDown two hours of live programming. Uh, every week that is always going to be attractive to tv companies so i that's that's a down the road thing um but in terms of right now day-to-day changes uh i mean hunter's still in charge of creative and i think that's where it's going to stay probably through rumble season i mean vince is going to be extraordinarily occupied with tying up uh, these sales and then pursuing the next media right deal uh, right deal so i don't anticipate any changes coming quickly uh, do I love the idea of the um, Saudi investment fund sitting on the uh, treasure trove of wrestling history that WWE has in its archives um, with the network and even stuff that's not been put up on the network yet? No, I certainly don't. And it it does make you know your fandom more complicated in a way. I'm not sure if there's anything like <laughs> I'm not sure if there's anything you can consume guilt free anymore. But it's um. It is an incredibly interesting story. Uh, there is so much what they would refer to it in England as palace intrigue in terms of the internal relationships, the McMahon family, um, Shane and Linda, obviously far removed from this. Vince, far removed from his from his marriage uh, years ago. And now Stephanie putting in her permanent resignation, again, in contrast to the everyone's on board with this. We welcome back Vince fully. Uh, you know, email and meeting that was sent out last Thursday. So tons of things are changing. They will continue to change. This is probably the biggest story that uh, that will ever uh, cover WWE. The idea of a McMahon not being in the key ownership position of this company, which has been, you know, in the at the national forefront for 40 years now is uh, is is incredible. It's it's um, something that's going to be followed. Uh, very, very closely uh, by myself and everybody else. So if there's more developments, if there's more interest, I will continue to uh, put up maybe a little uh, podcast like this, you know, 15, 20 minutes, recapping some thoughts on it, some thoughts that are, um, you know, better in long form than they are just for a quick radio break because the story like this does deserve a ton of context. So I uh, appreciate you listening. Feel free to uh, throw me any questions you might have. Brown at hitsfm.com is the place to do it. Has uh, it's easier to answer some of those in long form, and uh, I'll try and get back to as many as I can. Cheers to you! If more news breaks throughout the day, obviously we'll uh, we'll cover it on the show tomorrow. And again, we'll feel free to uh, throw another one of these pods up anytime. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that answered some of my feelings on it. I hope that gave you uh, uh, a bit of a up to date. Uh, feeling on it in terms of some of the context, especially around um, those stock positions and why Vince was able to swoop back in so quickly and so easily and why he may be looking to take this particular direction with a company that has been his whole identity, again, for the last 40 years. So uh, until tomorrow, Hits Nation, I'm going to keep working on this cold and (laughs) keep an eye on the news, and we'll be in touch tomorrow. Take care. Thanks for listening.